0: Welcome to the Pastpreneur Podcast This is your host Ryan C. Green Thank you for joining us another week Thank you for listening in Thank you for your support And taking time to listen to us Passionpreneur podcast is where we teach you all about how to get paid for what you know by building passion driven revenue streams. You can listen to us now twice a week. That's right, twice a week now. So every Monday you can listen to uh our our normal shows with the when I interview other passionpreneurs and experts. Uh but now on Thursdays you can hear brand new shows with me uh doing interviews, uh, not interviews, doing uh my own just on my own doing shows as well so uh every thursday we'll give you some more content as well that you can tune into uh so today we do have a great show lined up for you we got a wonderful guest in uh on the line that we're going to talk to about something that i'm sure uh you probably it's going to be new to you and that and that's what we love talking to people who are doing something new in the marketplace uh doing something that's a little different uh but it's still uh, being very productive uh, but before we get to that, we always want to open up with a few. Well, first of all, if I get to the announcements, things we want to make sure that you know about, uh, make sure that you also go in and subscribe to the podcast on whatever uh, podcast uh, pro- program that you're listening to iTunes, uh, Spotify. I just found out we are also now on iHeartRadio. So make sure that you go ahead if you want to listen to us on iHeartRadio. We're excited about that as well. So we are literally everywhere podcasts can be found. We are there. So go ahead and listen to us. Go ahead and subscribe as well as leave us a nice review. All right. So we've got a couple of great events coming up that I want to share with you. So uh, here it is. Take a listen. When i was getting started in my business the one thing i wish i had was a group of professionals who had already had success doing it before to help me along the way that's why i put together the mastermind exchange we're bringing you professionals and experts to help the next group of entrepreneurs get started in the right way the more small businesses we can help get it done right the better it is for every entrepreneur in the marketplace there will be 13 experts sharing insight and expertise on how you can build a better business for 2020. This virtual summit is totally free to attend, but you must register for access. To save your spot and select your sessions, simply go to www.mxsummit20.com and register. The power of the mastermind is the synergy created when multiple minds come together. So in that vein, don't keep this to yourself. Spread the word and invite your entire team, staff, or friends. We'll see you on January 17th and 18th. There'll be tons of great teachings to help you master business as well as many giveaways prizes and surprises register now for the mastermind exchange 20 at www.mxsummit20.com will this finally be the year that you write your book hi i'm ryan c green and as an author coach i get asked the same two questions all the time question one is how do i write my book and question two is how do i sell more books and at the six figure author mastery masterclass, we're going to teach you how to do both this upcoming class we're going to teach you on day one everything you need to know about how to write your book in three days so that you can finally get off the couch and get your book done this year no more excuses i are going to show you my proven system on how to get your book done within three days so that you finally can get your book published and then on day two we're talking all about how to sell more books how to go out there and maximize the revenue from your book. So if you've not written your book yet and you want to finally learn how to write your book, this is for you. If you've written a book already and you need to know how to sell more books, this is for you as well. So you can go now and register. Space is limited. We're only taking 12 people per masterclass. The next upcoming class is open for registration right now at www.sf a masterclass.com that's s as in six f as in figure a as an author masterclass.com go ahead and save your seat right now www.sfamasterclass.com i look forward to helping you turn your twenty dollar book into a six-figure revenue stream so there you have it take advantage of those upcoming events don't call me asking me for help and advice for free <laughs> when you have it at your fingertips, and you can go ahead and take advantage of these uh, workshops and masterclasses coming up. Uh, and I'm excited because actually the uh, owner of the location where we're having our masterclass, our writers and our marketing masterclass is on the line with us today. Uh, so we're going to talk to her about uh, a lot of different things. So let me just go ahead and welcome to the show, Miss Gina Brown. Welcome to the show. Can you hear me?
1: Yes, I can. Thank you. I'm so glad to be here.
0: Awesome. Glad to have you here as well. Uh, So uh, we're excited to have you here. I want to go ahead and give uh, the proper introduction. You are the owner of Launchpad Studio, uh, but you do a whole lot more. We're going to talk about what you do at Launchpad. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to our listeners, tell them who you are and what it is that you do.
1: Awesome, thank you. So, I am Gina Brown. As mentioned, I am the owner of Launchpad Studio in Baltimore, which is an incubator space for budding entrepreneurs or small business owners who need a space to um, conduct their business, conduct their workshops, classes, or pop up shops. Um, And so, that's like a safe space for them to start without having to go out and get a lease of their own or a space of their own. They can use my space and do what they need to do. And so, I am a startup coach and a play consultant, and so I help budding entrepreneurs to get started, but I also help businesses to institute play um, back into the workplace as a method of avoiding burnout and helping highly impactful people to stay motivated and to retain their momentum so that they can do the things that they feel called to do.
0: That is so awesome. So tell us, how did you get into that space? Like, how did you figure uh, that this was where you were uh, you called to be, and this was your passion to go out there and, and do and help entrepreneurs and leaders in this kind of uh, a means? How how did you find yourself in that place?
1: So, are you asking specifically about Launchpad or about the place?
0: No, about what you do. Yep, yeah, about the work that you do.
1: So, I have kind of stumbled upon the Launchpad Studio. Um, but I've always been an encourager. I've always been somebody who wanted to promote others and been a coach. And so I taught for a very long time. I taught for about 15 years. Um, and then I coached um, students in dance. And so that's kind of how the Launchpad piece got started. I wanted to start my own um, enrichment program for kids, specifically in arts-based enrichment program because i have four kids and there are a lot of programs for kids who are active for kids who are athletes but not necessarily a lot of programs that are specifically geared to kids who enjoy the arts and so i wanted to create a space for them and so that's how watch tag kind of got started because i was looking for a place to Start my own um, after school enrichment program. And so I found a great space with a woman who actually allowed me to sublease from her. And I subleased from her at a rate that I could not say no to. And that kind of sparked the desire in me to kind of pay it forward. And so when I retained my own space, I wanted to also allow other people who needed a place to start, who wanted a place to try, to have the opportunity to do that. Um, and so as I've grown and evolved in my business, the play piece and the startup piece has kind of come along with it because as I was allowing people to come into my space and to do the things that they were called to do, I also was doing a lot of coaching. And so I said, well, if I'm already coaching them in their startup process, I might as well make that a part of what I'm offering to people because they were coming to me for it anyway. Um. And I am also a very playful person. I enjoy having fun, having worked with children for so long. It's natural for me to incorporate fun and play into what I do and what goals I'm trying to accomplish. And so as I saw people coming into entrepreneurship, coming into activism and doing these things that they were so passionate about, I also saw a lot of people burning out. I saw a lot of people feeling discouraged. I saw a lot of people who really wanted to keep going, but they just didn't know how. And so including and incorporating play um, has been a great way to help people to retain their momentum and to propose, approach it from a different perspective so that you're not wearing yourself fit to do the things that you feel called
0: to do you know and that's what i want to talk about let's talk about this play thing because i mean as as adults as entrepreneurs i think we get so uh Mm -hmm. wrapped up in trying to uh, find that success and trying to go out there and build our businesses that we forget to have fun along the way so talk to us about you know when you say uh, you incorporate play what are we talking about there and so there
1: is are a couple of different ways that I incorporate play. So one of the ways is by having a play practice. And what a play practice looks like is blocking out specific times where you are solely engaging in play. This is not time to be working on your business. This is not time to be working, playing with your kids. This is time just for you to engage in an activity that brings you joy and what that does is that helps you to facilitate um presence a lot of times especially entrepreneurs or people who are wanting to do something big are either living in the future or they're living in the past because we spend a lot of time in our heads because we're thinking about things right and so as we are thinking things through we can become overwhelmed. It's kind of like if you open up too many tabs in your browser and your browser begins to become more and more sluggish because you continue to open up tabs. A lot of those of us who are um, entrepreneurs have a lot of things to give and a lot of things that we want to do. And so we're constantly opening up tabs. And what taking that time to have a play practice does is it allows you to close the tabs and just experience being in this present moment. And it allows you to step away from the issues that you're trying to solve and resolve in order to allow your brain the space and the time to breathe, to relax, and to reset so that you can recenter yourself and focus on what it is that you originally started on this journey for, why it is that you even chose to go down this path. And that'll help keep you on the path and keep your momentum up because you're taking time to recharge.
0: Wow! And uh, with, with entrepreneurs that you uh, have helped, what what do you think is the, maybe the one biggest obstacle that they have to really uh, overcome uh, to finally just let their hair down and and accept this this method of, of play?
1: Well, I think that the biggest obstacle that entrepreneurs has to overcome is the hustle mentality and the guilt that comes with taking a break. A lot of the people who I talk to are so eager to get things going. Um, And maybe they're also people who have struggled to get their momentum up in the first place. And so they have a lot of fear around taking time to break and rest because they're associating rest with laziness. And it's not the same thing. You definitely need to be taking time to rest. Um, and so that has been the biggest um, obstacle that I've seen is actually teaching people the difference between intentional rest and laziness.
0: Wow, awesome. You know, and when you said that, <laughs> I've been guilty as well. Uh, but I, a lot of entrepreneurs that i talk to and coach as well I find themselves in the same thing where they feel like uh, you feel guilty for taking time off. You feel guilty for uh resting cuz you feel like you know i i'm speaking for myself I, i'm always like there could be more I could, there's more i could be doing uh you know there there's okay. something else and a lot of times too on the flip side is that when you're doing something that you love doing it doesn't always feel like work so sometimes you don't realize you know how, just how much you are working uh because you know yeah. you, you actually enjoy it um so let's let's talk about you talk about um that you just seeing more and people more and more people are pursuing passion projects Um, what, what do you define as passion projects and and what do you think is attributing to that?
1: So yeah, more and more people are pursuing passion projects. I, um, would define a passion project as anything that you feel called or purpose to do. And so that could be, um, taking on an entrepreneurship journey that could be becoming more involved in social justice issues, um, or activism, or that could be really trying to make a huge impact in your company, in your corporation, where you work in order to serve your customers, your clients, um, your patients, and things like that. And so the reason that I think that we are becoming more, had more of a culture of pursuing our passion projects is kind of twofold. One of the reasons is because we have um, had our horizons expanded so to speak, because of social media, we get to see a lot of people's highlight reel. We, so we've seen people go out and become very successful and generate wealth doing things that they enjoy doing. So we now have this social proof that, oh, we can do what we love and be compensated for that. Um, also, we've just become more aware as a culture. I think we're more in tune to, um, social justice and activism and a lot of us are wanting to be more conscious of where we spend our dollars, where we spend our time and what we're supporting and because of that we've become more active in in that space and in that community and so I just think it has more to do with us really seeing more of people doing more passion projects that's allowing us to also see it for ourselves
0: Wow Great. Now, if you had to uh, encourage someone out there who's listening right now and say, you know, I've got this thing I've been thinking about, I've been wanting to do, um, but I, you know, and it sounds good. Like you said, I see other people doing it, but I feel like I'm not ready. Uh, you know, wh- what what um, can they take from you? What can you give them uh, to get started and decide that this is their time to go forward and try to, uh, you know, put put some work towards their, their passion project? One of
1: the things that I um. One of the tools that I use when I'm starting off with people and coaching is just starting off by doing brain dumps um, and becoming curious. And so if you're not familiar with a brain dump, a brain dump is where you take everything that you're thinking about and you just write it all down. What that does is that allows you to get things down onto paper, because sometimes when we're in our heads on things, we aren't able to see the patterns. And so it feels like there's a hundred steps between what we want to do and where we are, when really these are just the micro steps to like maybe one or two or three big steps. And so it really allows you to put things in perspective when you're doing a brain dump and you're getting it all out and you're able to go back and look through it and see the patterns to see what it is that you need to do to get started. Um, But also getting really curious about what it is going to take to accomplish that goal. I think a lot of people count themselves out before they start because they assume that they know what is accessible to them. When in reality, there's a lot more that is accessible to you if you just become curious. So when I started my journey in looking for a space to house my um, kids' classes, I did not know that I would be able to find a space that quickly to start my business. I found a space in about 30 days of looking. I was just looking to be curious to see, okay, well, if I'm going to have a space, what Is it going to cost me? And so I was looking out of curiosity, but taking that action to look actually opened up doors for me to be able to get started. And so I definitely think becoming more curious and not assuming that you know what is accessible to you is a great way to get started on doing the thing that you want to do.
0: You know, and that's so big because I, and I share the same uh, idea with people not even from the curiosity aspect. So I like that you added that part to it is that so often our success and our breakthroughs come when we actually just start the action. Uh, You know, when you start just getting involved in what it is you say you wanted to do, Uh, but too often I find that we will talk ourselves out of it or feel like we're not ready or feel like we don't have the resources. So we won't even try. We won't even start. uh, But not realizing that you've got to start in order for those doors to open. You know, I write about in my book, how, uh, we, we, uh, put together our fit life kids, um, kids workout DVD. It was a, it was a project that wasn't on the front burner. It wasn't a plan, but I was talking to a friend and we, he asked me, what was I working on? What did I have in mind? I just brought it up and he funded the project mm-hmm. and, and, and it wouldn't have happened if I wasn't actively, uh, you know, in that space or actively working towards that goal and that passion. So, you know, I love that you added that. And that's what we really wanted to hope that people would just start to, just uh take that action, you know, like you said, uh open up mm-hmm. that curiosity and just see where it takes you, you know. You know, and, and it's tying this into you you doing the play thing and how as kids we played. Um, you know, that curiosity kind of goes into that having fun, be it be a kid again in the way you Absolutely. think. <laughs> so and so see what it opens up for you. So yeah, yeah. You talk about uh protecting your mission. Like you use play to help people protect their mission and accelerate their momentum. Mm-hmm. So, so you know what what does that mean? Break that down a little bit for us.
1: So, when I say to protect the mission, um, what I'm really talking about is to protect the the carrier of the mission. And so we are all carriers of our mission. It's been given to us. It's been entrusted to us to steward it. And when we are not being intentional about protecting ourselves by creating, those boundaries by creating time to rest and reset um when we are allowing ourselves to burn out then we're also allowing our mission to be derailed because we're not making sure that the the carrier of the mission is taken care of and so when we're engaging in that reflective playtime we're really taking time to care for ourselves it's a a self-care practice Um, And so that's how we protect our mission. We're also protecting our mission by retaining our momentum. And so stepping away in that way helps us to continue to sustain our momentum, but also play as a resource helps us to practice risk-taking. It helps us to practice courage. It helps us to practice resiliency. And so those are all things that we're going to need to keep showing up and to keep doing the work. And so programming our brains to activate that play, that play space, is actually helping us to show up in our work more playful so that we're more willing to take risks. We're not being timid. We're not being shy. We're not getting... um, depressed and derailed by obstacles. We have resiliency. When you are engaging in play and you lose, you're all the more encouraged to show up and try again, right? Like when you lose in a game, it's like, oh man, I got to do that again because you are eager to, to win. And so taking that playful approach allows you to continue to show up because if it's the game that we're that we're working towards if it's the win that we're working towards then i'll take an l one time because i'm learning and Mm -hmm. i'm growing and so i can continue to show up wow
0: i I hope y'all got that she (laughs) said it's in the losing that you know really motivates you to even keep going back and, and and getting you recalibrate and you start again so uh, you know, don't be afraid of that failure and, and the way you're doing it in a game way. It, it kind of opens you up to feel safe about uh, those losses that you take. Uh, so love that. So tell us about the space. Those who are listening want to come out there and they want to play with Gina uh, or they want to come out there and have an event. Tell us about the space, um, you know, what you offer, how people can uh, get in touch to uh, either host an event or take part of one of your events.
1: So Launchpad Studio is located in Baltimore. We are almost right next door to the Senator Theater, if you know where that is. But it is a private event space. And so different than other incubator spaces where you are sharing your time or sharing your space, our space is a space that you can come into and make it your own. That's the idea is that when you walk into the space, when you rent the space, for the time that you have it, it is yours to create whatever it is that you would like to create. And so if you are interested in getting more information about renting the space, then you can go to launchpadbaltimore.com and click the link that says Rent Our Space. And um, you'll just fill out an email and I will get back to you about scheduling that event. If you are interested in coming to a playaway, which is a 20-minute getaway, um, that's, a, that's kind of the play pack practice that I was talking about. You can go to bit.ly forward slash Friday play away. They are happening every Friday in the month of January to help you guys get started with your play practice. It's a 20 minute getaway. It's a silent meditation. So you come in, you get your play box and you are allowed to just play, reflect, reflect and journal for 20 minutes. Um, and again, that is bit.ly forward slash Friday Playaway. And if you are looking to build community, then you can come to a purposeful play experience, which is similar to the Playaway in that you will get your time to come in, decompress, have your personal playtime, but you also get to engage with other like-minded individuals, other people who are doing highly impactful work to cultivate and create community so that you can foster organic collaborations and when I say organic collaborations what I mean is that when we go to these different networking events sometimes we're going with the intention of facilitating a collaboration Um, but what I find is that most of your collaborations will come from the relationships that you build and so coming together into a space where you're engaging and play with one another will allow you to foster friendships that will then generate organic collaborations because maybe the person that you are playing with is not somebody that would be a natural fit for your businesses to collaborate. But once you form a friendship, they're looking out for you and you're looking out for them in order to connect you with the right people. And so to come to that, you can go to that we play forward slash play on purpose that is happening on tuesday january the 21st from 7 to 9 p.m
0: awesome and i just want you all to know i saw the space like i said it, it's a great space that's where we're going to host our six-figure author mastery uh master our book writing and marketing masterclass on february 21st and 22nd uh, so it's a great space if you're in uh, the Baltimore area looking for a space that, that you can use uh, for an event uh, or, or, or to use to, to help grow your business. That's a great opportunity for you. Gina, I want to thank you for uh, joining us thank and sharing you. some time uh, today with us. I'll give you the last word and go ahead and share anything else you want to uh, share with our listeners and any more uh, contact information. You can go right ahead.
1: Well, I'm just so grateful to be here and grateful that I was able to come on and so excited about your event in February. It's going to be awesome. Um, And so I just want to encourage your listeners to keep pursuing your passion because we need what you have and we're waiting for you to show up. So thank
0: you. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Bye-bye and that's going to do it for this week's episode of the passionpreneur podcast if you liked it tell someone else about it go ahead and share it out and also make sure you click that subscribe button and follow us and listen to every week's episode i am your host ryan c green you can reach me at www.ryancgreen.com follow me on all social media at Raji speaks i look forward to working with you talking to you soon and just remember if the best part about going to work is getting off of work it's time to become a passionpreneur